Hello and welcome to another episode of Wrong Ones. We just thought we should play that clip at the beginning of this podcast because you know it's it's a viral clip. It's a clip that has gone around the world and it's made Tim Payne want to eat his words and hope he never touches a player ever again because it's not really played out very well for him, has it? After that, we have witnessed probably the greatest Indian Test series ever, the greatest Indian Test series win ever. architected in the, on the last day by um, our favorite player uh, but we will come to all of that and more um so yeah kabir noor initial reactions how do you feel after winning has it feel does it feel real as yet no <laughs> how did we win i am so confused i feel great to not figure out how we won but i am so happy like I'm in shock, and I think to be really, truly, even though we drawn a game, should do the love letter to Dhoni. So the door was for all for all those who are wondering, Noor has decided to take a celebratory holiday in in celebration of India winning this series. That's what this is. That's what she's doing. Yeah. I literally yeah. was like Rishabh Pant uh, four. I was like, get on a flight to go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I mean, for me. I think I talked to Ahan about this, or I messaged him just before the last day. But I was like, "Look, if we, uh, what I, I said something about like how if if we win, it'll be our greatest test season." He said, "There's we, no way we're winning this. We're going to lose or draw." Just by the way, that's what he said before the last yeah, day. I did think we were going to lose. And I told him, "No, we're winning this." Yeah. Okay. I told Ahan that my heart said that we will win, and that my head said that we'd lose or draw, which I feel is like reasonable. And the fact that we won in the end yeah. is just. just incredible and and a testament to the grit and the determination the perseverance resilience all the words that you want to use for that um of this indian team uh something i've never seen for uh, sort of in, in an indian team as such and yeah i mean just wow i think the greatest stat to to show all that is at the start of the last test the australian bowling attack had 1013 wickets 1033 overall if you count smith and labashain And the Indian attack had 13 wickets, out of which two were Rohit Sharma. So I mean, that is what we were up against. Can you imagine one year ago? What of one year? Like four months, four weeks ago, even saying that your bowling attack in a Test match would be Shardul Thakur, Tina Trajan, Mohammad Siraj, Washington Sundar, and Navdeep Saini. Yeah, who? Honest, who? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I think I don't know. We don't. We're not sure how actually to analyze this and how to do go about this. But I think we're going to go through this test by test, which means uh, that we're going to have to start with uh, probably the worst. Uh, yeah. And the fact, actually, it in some ways what happened at the beginning kind of made it better. What happened later, because I remember I'll tell you. I said I can. Uh, I'll hold my hands up. I said if India lose at Adelaide, they're going to lose four nil, and I said this on this podcast. So, I mean, after thirty six all out, I was all ready for the worst. Uh, Kabir, anything you have to say? What do you think was the game change? Yeah, man. That, that- Dude, I thought we were screwed. I actually thought that like with thirty six not out, we'd be screwed for the rest of the series. Uh, losing Virat, like, um, just basically, we thought I thought that we can't just implode after that, and that our batting wouldn't really get much better. We we would. Uh, struggled to get 300 plus scores um sort of based on the performance that we had and um the way the fast the Aussie fast bowlers were bowling as well i thought the stock looked amazing in that first test uh their speeds were really really up and to be fair they were up for most of the the seas actually um Cummins and Hazel were obviously brilliant um 
and yeah, I just thought if the if the series went on this way, we'd be screwed. Um, but more than anything, um, yeah, I guess it was just that like it was just a prelude for um, the main show that would come in um, well Melbourne and um, and Brisbane. Noor. Yeah, I think the first match was like heartbreaking, wasn't it? I remember like I woke up a little late and the innings was done. I was like, what? I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. We, were really, we, were, we, were, we were winning that game until the second innings. Like, we were on top. Honestly, uh, I think now, we threw that game away. Not even yeah, no, I agree. Like the number of catches I, we dropped in the first innings of like Labuschagne and uh, even with 36... We there could have we should, we could have been in a position that even after getting thirty six all out we could have had a lead of one hundred and fifty and we probably should have been in that situation. But yeah, yeah, true. No, I agree. I think there were a lot of issues with the game. Obviously, the thirty six all out was the worst. But like catching, but catching has been a problem for both teams throughout the series. We'll get to that. But for me, like this is why I love Test cricket. It's why Test cricket is the best man of cricket. It's because you can lose. You can literally be a global laugh. On one day, lose half of your team, and that's what happened. We lost half of our squad. People who didn't even play, Kim Rahul got injured. He didn't even play a game. And then, like, we lost half of our squad, and then we came back and we won. And we didn't just win, like, we dominated the last we, we, we breached the fortress. Yeah. It, the thing is, it's really hard to emphasize. And we dominated the second yeah, I think it's really hard to emphasize to a lot of people. If, if you don't really know cricket, it's really hard to emphasize sort of the difficulty of winning a test series like this, and especially with the context around it. Um, in fact, one of, my, one of the podcasts I listened to, shout out, pardon my take, um, they they mentioned as well for uh, sort of the first or second time they mentioned cricket in their podcast ever. And um, it's just one of those things where like you have a team that, so pretty much lost the entire first team, Bar, Pujara, and and uh, Rahane, um, and then came back from probably the worst batting performance in in their history uh, against one of the best bowling attacks in the world, one of the best bowling attacks this country that they're playing against has had at home. I mean, away from home for India, but at home for Australia, um, and then to come back and and win through all these injuries, which kept going on throughout the series. Um, it's hard to like really put that in context and I just think that I have one uh, for all those who yeah. watch football it's basically like United losing 6-1 to Spurs and then going to uh, going to Anfield with no Pogba no Bruno Fernandes no De Gea uh, no Maguire no Rashford and still winning like 3-0 you know what I, I still don't think that that's the same because think about the history behind it in that this in in well only two uh, uh two asian teams have or sorry no. two series have been won by an asian team in australia and obviously those those two times have been india these last two series that we played in australia um but even then that context is ridiculous i mean people have won at anfield in the last 30 years right nobody's won at the gabba in the last 30 years yeah um, yeah exactly all that um, nonsense. Anyway, we broke the fortress, yeah. I we think, broke into the fortress. I think for me, for the first test match, just before we move on to the happier times, I think for me, the key for me, even though it's a bit early, I think one of the key moments in that was the Kohli run out because honestly, Kohli looks so good in that first innings. He could have gone on to get 100 easy, 120, and that would have set the game up. And then he got run out, and I think that was just 
it was just not a good moment and then it kind of said it, it gave them back our tail collapsed and then also our team selection that in that test was a bit odd i mean why were you playing saha and why were you playing prithvi shaw when you really could clearly see he was out of form and he was not anyway it is what it is you can see the ball yeah moving on to the second test match this is where it all started yeah 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 we come back so i'm going to ask you on this a little differently so kabir for you what was the moment of that match god the moment of that match though i okay actually the moment of that match the thing that brought the entirety of brought australia's innings and i think the match crumbling down was steve smith's duck um that duck i think really deflated the hopes of the australian team to try and get on top and dominate um the guys in that team got starts and stuff but um having seen uh, how how we sort of fell apart the day before on the before sorry the the test match before um they felt like they would have a larger upper hand than they did and to lose their best batsman in that in that sense um i i think definitely had an effect on on them psychologically and also obviously on the team score yeah so noor and i were actually on the golf course that morning uh the first morning when the wickets were being taken uh, practicing hard on ha no i don't need to practice bro don't worry not for you <laughs> anyway yeah noor what for you what for you what is the key moment i think Steve Smith wickets up there, um, but I think Jinx is hundred set the game up. Um, I think that was like psychologically a big win for India, um, and I also think it was a big win in terms of Mr. Rahane and how he wanted to captain. He led from the front. I don't think Rahane like you can't really you can't blame Rahane for the fielding of the team, but I don't think Rahane made a single mistake as captain. Starting with the century, he led from the front. He did well. So I'm good. Like I said, he was brilliant, and I think he deserved that century more than anything. I mean, guys, imagine losing like get 36 all out. That's like that's how many runs you lost in more than one over in the T20 World Cup. Okay. Yeah. Our entire team, we lost the runs in one over in the T20 World Cup. Guys, yeah, yeah. so like when you play like, like you know, that, it's quite I, disgusting. It's it's horrible. It is heartbreaking. Like and. So like I think when Jinx came and made a hundred runs, I think it was just like it was a big statement saying like we might be down, but we're not gone. Like we are still there. We're gonna fight. We might have lost our captain. We might have lost our best bat matchman according to the papers, but we're still here. We're not like we're not gonna. No, I don't think we did. We did lose our best batsman. He wasn't there. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But like he wasn't there. But like I I don't think Virat Kohli's form has been. Come on! You ask Australia who is the one batsman you take out of India? Hey, yeah. Virat, guys, he did bat that well. He got a seventy-four in the first. Seventy in the first, yeah. Come on. Yeah, but like overall, he's not making the big hundred. It's not his best year. Even he didn't make the. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It hasn't been his best year, obviously. But I mean, you're saying that's like saying it's. The, it, no, he's the best batsman. Guys, fine. I mean, shouldn't have done that. I'm just saying, like the emphasis people gave to Virat. Like even us, like even before the in the last podcast, like I didn't expect this team to do well without Virat Kohli, and now I'm realizing the depth of us cricketing as a cricketing nation. Yeah, I think depth. no one expected this. Depth. I mean, we can talk about it, what is Virat actually the issue? I mean, we'll, I'm talking. I'm just. Okay, uh, well, I'm, 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 I'm staying away from that conversation. We will try. We will maybe touch on it at the end, but yeah. I'm not uh, talking about that right now because it's, it's a it's a slippery slope down there. 
Anyway, no, but I think it's something needs to be discussed. Anyway, we'll discuss it at the end. Let's discuss it as matches yeah. first. Anyway, yeah. so for me, I think the key point was again that Rahane, um, Rahane Jadeja partnership. Because I know although Pant played well, he got a good twenty nine. He changed the tide a little bit, but I think we needed to get a lead of at least a hundred, hundred ten runs, and that's what that partnership allowed us to do. I still think we could have got a much higher lead. I don't think our batting was great that Test match either, but uh, it was pretty good, and uh, I was pretty happy. And uh, I think. It was key for Rahane because still then he had been. There was I know before the series there were a lot of doubters saying that you know Rahane hasn't really scored runs and now he's going to be captain. What the hell? Like how is he going to cope? How what is going to happen? So I think the fact that in the first innings as captain he went and scored a hundred was really important for him, uh, and it was really important for uh, setting for giving the team confidence in their leader and uh, what he was doing. And I think uh, that is what was important. So yeah. Also, hundred percent. Wrong, but Gil made a fifty that game, right? He made a sweet. No, 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 no. That was in the second test match. Second, second test. I mean, like his second test match, the third of the series. Second test. But he batted but really well. He looked good. Yeah. He looked good. He made forty. Right? He made forty odd. Forty odd, right? He made forty odd. I think that was a big thing. Forty-five. Yeah, I think Gil's forty-five was also a big thing because we were like, yeah, because we were playing with Shaw, who was getting out at double figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I know people keep talking about Rohit Sharma, but um, Mayank Agarwal has been your best opening batsman for two years, and just because he had a couple of bad games, I didn't yeah. see them getting dropped. But I mean, well, that's the team the decision made. So anyway, I mean, the decision that the team made. So <laughs> moving on to the third Test match, which, by the way, I think was as big as a win. I think it was a crucial win because I think at that point. It was kind of like um, if we had lost that and then gone in with a depleted squad, then it would kind of been like, oh shit, like you know, too much again, blah blah blah. There's no, there's no reason we can't even win the series. What's the point? But I think the fact that we fought that out and drew the game was key, and it actually set the game up. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of options here. But Kabir, who was your, what was your more moment of this match? The I feel the way way too many things to the the list, but I think what swung it actually what kept us in the game was Rishabh Pant. Um, it was obviously Vihari and Ashwin had that incredible uh, partnership at the end, but that wouldn't have been possible without Rishabh Pant's innings beforehand. I think I think for them to have to survive however many balls and well. There were obviously the runs were unsurmountable by the point by the time. I don't agree, by the way, about the runs being unsurmountable. I think if Pant had batted another five ten minutes, no, no, no. Okay, I mean, if Pant was there, it would have been fine. But with them two there in, just Ashwin and Bihari together, it was unsurmountable for them two. I don't know because Bihari didn't run. We only lost. Injured Bihari. Was it injured Bihari? Injured Bihari. In that, in that. I think I think a great line that Harsha Bogle used at like T was India has one hand, one leg, and one hand, one batsman, one hand, and one hamstring to save this Test match. Yeah. 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 Because Jadu had one hand. Yeah. So Noor, for you, what was the key moment of that match? No, I agree. I think Rishabh Pant's ninety-seven, but Pujara. 
um, you know, I think he like he took so many blows to the body, and then Ashwin and Vihari like these guys got hit repeatedly. Like they're bruised and injured, and like they just stuck out there. I mean, batting for how many odd overs did they bat for? Those two bat for forty five, I think forty five. Forty five overs. Like Ashwin is like Ashwin. I know has four centuries and stuff, but it's hard. Like his back was hurting. And everything, I think. I mean, I like Rishabh Pant set the game up, but like all credit to Vihari and Ashwin. Yeah, I think we also have to give credit over here to. Have you ever had? Yeah. I think. But have you guys ever it, had fun? Have you guys ever had fun seeing someone defend that much? <laughs> no. That was I've never been more happy with defending in my life. Yeah, but <laughs> I think. Good, yeah, defend, get on the back foot. I, was like, I yeah. think. Um, <laughs> We also have to give credit to Stephen Smith and Labuschagne because I think they were really good that match. Smith specifically, after having two crap matches, to come out and play like that, hundred and fifty was incredible, and I think that was. Uh, I mean, he just showed his class to everyone, and also uh, I think that also what made it good was India's fight backs. Like, Pain Payne didn't bat well in that match. He batted well in the first one and the last one, but. Uh, I think what made it special, even more special, was the fact that India have kept fighting back. They never let like Australia. No, they didn't make us. From 160 for two, they made sure that you know they ensure uh, they got them out or at 330, and then our batting let us down. But I mean, it was bound to happen at some point. Uh, and uh, Rohit Sharma's short selection left a lot to be desired. But I'm not. I don't. I don't agree with you on that uh, whatsoever. We will talk about this at the end when we talk about hey, uh, even the fourth the... test match. With the uh, with the Kabir. Yeah. Okay, we will come to this topic when we speak about the fourth test match. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I mean, I agree with Kabir. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's just the type of player Rohit Sharma is. If he has the yeah. shots, he should play. If it doesn't go out, it's the same argument. But he is good enough. I don't agree. Firstly, Rishabh Pant gets cream for doing if he does something like that. He would get roasted like by everyone. Not anymore. That's the thing. Like obviously, people and in the mainstream media, but to people actually know cricket situation. Like Rohit Sharma is a senior player. You have got yourself in. You are five minutes from the close. Why would you play that shot? Still, if that it's his process, right? If it works for him when he's batting well, it's, he's going to keep doing that. I see absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yes, there's an argument for batting to the situation that you're in, context and all that stuff. Yes, completely understood. But if it's working for him at the time, and you you have to back yourself and have full confidence to go with whatever your process is at the time. And this is not, I mean, the mainstream media, NDTV, or <laughs> whatever the mainstream media can say what they want to say, right? But the the idea is that all the experts, a lot of the experts, are saying, well, this is a process. If it works so often, then why not stick with it? That's true, but bro, he has an yeah, away average it's of risk twenty-seven. And reward. He has an away average of twenty-seven. Obviously, it has not worked for him away. But if he... it is starting to work, right? This is something that he's getting better. At, not just okay. First, he's getting better as a test player, right? His his runs in the last two years as a test player have gotten better. Bro, Jayant Yadav uh, has a hundred in India. What is your point? Okay, but Rohit Sharma has more runs in India. Yeah, but I mean, it's not hard for a batsman, test batsman, to bat in India. The whole point is away. It is no, it's not hard for Indian test batsmen. Let's to bat see how he plays in England. Yeah, I'm just worried. I'm shitting myself how he plays. I'm with you. England. I'm worried about him opening the batting in England. But from Did what I saw, I understand. Eating for dinner. I don't know. I think I think they bowl. I mean, they bowl about ten kilometers an hour slower than. Um, yeah, they also move it ten kilometers a ten. Like horizontal, yeah. left and right. That's true. 
anyway, so yeah, that was the third test match, which was a great draw, great save, I think, by India, and that really set the game up to go to, and I mean, um, obviously, uh, Payne gave us a great setup for the last test match, chatted so much shit, and then couldn't hold on to his catches, which was just brilliant to watch, but um, as Payne said, uh, can't wait to get you at the GABA, so I think the GABA was where everyone went in. And uh, I mean, I'm sorry, but when you went in with a bowling lineup of Mohammed Siraj, two test matches, Saini with one, Shardul Thakur with less than half a test match, uh, and uh, Washington Sundar, and um, Tina Trajan, I don't think too many people had too much hope. Um, I remember people telling me, honestly, we should just play for, we should just pack our side with batsmen and just play it to get, uh, to score runs. So that like, even if they get 700, we should bat three days to get 700. So that we just saved the test match. But I mean, uh, I think we were all pleasantly surprised with the draw, uh, with, with the result. And uh, the fact that, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is only the third time in 32 years that the Australian team has gotten bowled out in both innings. At the GABA, at the GABA, sorry. Really? Yeah, at the GABA. Only the third time That's in 32 years. Yeah, only the third time. So, and to imagine that we did it with a C-grade bowling lineup almost. Uh, is is that is that is that because of our bowling lineup, or is that an indictment of their batting? It's both actually. I uh, see. I've had a lot of conversations with people. I think this Australian batting lineup is two players. If you get them three down early, you can rip through the batting lineup. If you get them, yeah. if you let that two down at two down, if you let Labushan and Smith make runs, then. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Warner has been off, but I mean, Warner is usually a problem. But Warner is also Warner. injured. Yeah. 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 But um, I think they definitely need to find some batsmen. They need to, like, I don't, do not think Wade is a test match batsman. Will, they lost the kid, right? They lost Will Perkowski. So yeah, like, so Perkowski is a good bat. He yeah. looked good. Perkowski and uh, he did Warner. did look good. Very, very good. Perkowski very and good. Warner opening the bad thing. Uh, and then I think, they need, I think they need to find a number five. Cameron Green is fine at six. Yeah, the Ben Ben McDermott has been looking good for them. And so what about Rashford. what are your views on the future of Tim Payne? Yeah. Oh well, actually, let's talk about captaincy as a whole here because I think that we saw two different sides of how how well it can go for a team. Uh, with the Ginger Hani coming in as you know temporary captain, um, which uh, anyway, uh, with him coming in as a temporary captain let's say, um, and having the success that he's had and with Tim Payne coming as, as, you know, sort of a more permanent temporary captain and how, you know, his role isn't so much, he has, isn't known for his uh, tactical knowledge. He isn't known for his batting. He's pretty well known for his keeping and, and more for being a, a good statesman. That's the reason he was given the role that he has. Um, in that, he's done a good job, but I think now it's gotten to the point where that sort of healing process is, has happened, and now it's a it's a more results orientated uh, assessment of his his cricket. And um, now that that shift is happening, I think people are starting to find flaws in his game. Uh, his batting has been all right. You know, he's he's I think he's the third highest uh, he batted, average for. He batted better in this test series than I've ever seen him bat. Yeah, I can compl- I completely okay. agree with you. Uh, but he. Has, is picked on his wicketkeeping as are a lot of wicketkeeping. I mean, as I'm sorry, but I think uh, his Australia is very good today. Was, this was just an abnormally bad series that he's had. Yeah, but I, I completely agree with you. But I think this has to do with his captaincy. 
I think this this sort of adds to his. I mean, there is the a broader point here. There is a broader point here. If you look at if you look at uh, the the whole situation, because I think this, I, I I've heard Arsha Bogde talk about this. I've heard a lot of other people talk about this that. His captaincy is a bit defensive when they're uh, on the even when they're in the top position. Like if you look at day five Brisbane, day five Gaba, oh sorry, day five. Uh, it should have day, day four Gaba. No, day five Sydney, day five uh, Gaba. Uh, I and also like headingly when they played that game against uh, with Stokes. I feel like when he's under the pressure on the last day, he just tries too hard either to make things happen or then he just. Doesn't or then he proceeds into his shell like on the last day in Gabba. I did not understand. I remember hearing Warren going gaga about this. Why Lion was bowling from the leg from uh, around the wicket and bowling into the pass? Like what are you trying to make happen over here? And then also yeah. there was no for a uh, city point to Pujara. Like what? Yeah. So I think he's completely not to be decided. But I think the only thing for me is who replaces him because they're not going to go back to Smith or Warner. So who's coming? No, in? there's going to be. There is no one. I think he is the captain. Yeah, he's going captain. is a little more experienced. Either Abhishek or unless they trust and they believe that Cummins can be a proper captain long term. Because oh. he is vice. Cummins is Yeah. Yeah, but it's a lot of. He is their best player apart from Steve Smith. He seems like he's a very level-headed guy, though. Yeah, absolutely. But how much more are you gonna burden him? He oh, already someone, yeah. And he has to bat a bit. Sledging and all, and I'm okay if they leave the sledging out of it. I think it's a bit overhyped the sledging. I'm, I'm no, I don't say anything about the sledging, but just the aggressive gameplay. Like their yeah, gameplay, the desert up. I know a lot of people yeah. who are saying that you know Australia should have declared at 270, uh, 275 in the last test. But I mean, you saw the situation, man. At 275, they could very easily have looked even shittier. At least this way, he can say I didn't declare. I I got bowled out, and we still lost. Like if he had declared and then lost. People would have given him so much shit for it. Ahan, imagine if they got a wicket in that fourth day. But I, like, I don't think that any point of time there was a. It would have been a good idea to declare with two fifty runs to score. Uh, Dude, it, it was, was not that day. bad a wicket. Yes, okay, some balls were taking off, but it was not that bad that you could declare two seventy. People were also, guys, to be fair, people were also saying it was going to rain the fifth day. So 
No, the, the forecast are cleared up. You the can't play. You up. can't play for rain. That's that is just not okay. I don't agree with it either. But that's, I, that's what the commentators were saying. I was just giving you like the whole context. Yeah, I know, of I know. Anyway, now that we have spoken about the Australian side of the fourth Test match, can we talk about the Indian side of the fourth Test match? And more specifically, the last day. So I'm gonna give everyone a minute on this. Yeah, Kabir, can you describe your emotions through that last day? And uh, what? Who were your? What like who are your standouts? I mean, it's obvious, but which one? Can I admit them? something? Can I admit something? Yeah. You didn't I watch watched it? pretty much. I pretty much. I watched <laughs> pretty much every hour of the first four days, and the fifth day, I watched absolutely. I I, I watched a grand total of zero minutes of actual gameplay. Why? I woke up in the morning in time for Rahane's press conference. Um, it was the first day of university, uh, back basically, and um, I watched um. The I watched Rahane's press conference. I watched every single bit of highlights. I read every single quick info piece. I watched pretty much any content that was available after that. Uh, but I watched zero minutes of gameplay in that last day. That's disgusting. Uh, I'm sorry. That is absolutely. It is disgusting. disgusting. It is disgusting. But I can say that probably it look over the first four days. Did we win the test match in the first four days? No, we didn't. But I was sleeping in the, and and I was awake to watch those. Oh, but so basically, Kabir sleeping one as the test day. match. I was sleeping on that last day, and we won the test match on that last day. So I'm not going to say it was me, but basically sleep for every day test match now, okay? Yeah, I think I think day five. Every day five, I feel like I'll have to sleep then. Yeah, I think it was the... a it was a good uh a good try, Kabir. But no, Noor, what were your emotions? I got up at five on that day to watch that day. It was mad. I was um I was awake by five o'clock. I made everyone who knew me get up and watch the game. Um, I, my grandfather and I, for the past five days, have been waking up at five o'clock, 4:30 in the morning. At five o'clock, we're discussing the game and predicting the day's play. So I was, unlike Kabir, I was very invested on day five. Um, but uh, no, but I think there were two uh, like times of the game that was like the greatest. It was right after tea when like Pujara was getting hit everywhere. Right after lunch. When Pujara and yeah, lunch like Pujara and Pan playing because I was like. Cricket, both of them are playing their natural game, which is completely opposite to each other. Like I, I like, the, I mean, they're all opposite, right? And like, yet they were so in sync at the same time. It was wild, but they were doing what was necessarily while playing their natural game. So I think that portion of seeing uh, of Pant counter attacking and Pujara just taking everything to the body, that was wild. And then that little Sundar and Pant uh, partnership at the end, twenty two runs Sundar Pant. When he went for that little scoop shot, I was like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" And then he did it and went for four. And I was like, "This is, I was like, this is new India, yeah. They have like the confidence of actually winning the game. They're like, screw it, bro. We're the new generation. We're gonna play." So actually. The day before that game, okay, I was talking to a few people, like uh, a couple of my family, like Mosa and all, who are like much obviously older than us, and they were all like, "We have to play for a draw. We have to play for a draw. We can't do this. Like, come on, you can't let this go." And I was like, "No, why would we play for a draw if it's sunny tomorrow? We need three twenty runs, hundred, hundred, and hundred and twenty in the last session, and you win it like that." And they're like, "No, you're mad. What nonsense! This is just like, uh, like you shouldn't. Uh, this is not how you should be thinking." Anyway, so then. So when I went into the day, I thought hundred, hundred, one twenty. I was like, okay, this is a good time period. Then now first session we batted so slowly. We got like eighty runs. I was like, okay, fine. We lost to wicket. We have to make sure that we stay in. Then again second session we got hundred. I was like, perfect. I told Zaman hundred is perfect. 
Then we got to 147 of the last 37 overs of the day with 10 wickets in hand, with uh, seven wickets in hand. I was like, yeah, but so when Rahane had come out to bat, I knew Rahane. I I figured we were playing for the win because that's the way Rahane came out to bat. Like he was clearly trying. He was he scoring a run of ball, so he was going to play to win. And then I was like, okay, yeah, we can do this. It's less, still less than four and over. But then they let it get to hundred. I remember thinking like they batted so slow and they got it to hundred of twenty. And I was like, bro, that's five and over on the last day of a test match. What are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? And that's what Pujara got out. Someone told me at that time that, you know, this might actually be the perfect time for Pujara to get out if we're going for the win. Yeah. Because we have three stroke makers to follow. So 100 or 20 overs with three stroke makers is doable. And I swear, like, I was sitting with my dad watching that part. And he was like, there is no way of winning this. It's a draw. 100 or 20 overs, nothing is happening. And then Pant and Agarwal started hitting runs. And like Agarwal smoked one down the ground, I remember. And then Pant was hitting. It was drive, yeah? Yeah, and then Pant was hitting. And then Agarwal got out. I was like, why are you doing this? Like, what are you? You did not need to play that shot. And then it went to, uh, I think when Sundar came out back. And I, I like, everyone was like, yeah, Sundar, what, an, what a partnership for a second day of the test match and all that. But like, no one expected Sundar to do it again. It's a high pressure situation. Bro, what will stay with me forever? What will stay with me forever is when we needed 49... The, Randit has crossed six and over. Washington Sundar, Pat Cummins, best bowler in the bloody world. Number one, pulls a short ball and Sundar just gets on one leg and whips it for six. I was like, my God, bro, what are you? How do you have this confidence? And then Pant goes and does what he does. It was just, what a day, what a time to watch test match. Like, I did not believe it. Even when Pant hit that boundary, I was like, no, this has not just happened. We have not just won this game. Like, what is going on? Yeah. I mean, I woke up with this one. But guys, you know, that's why I must say we are like Mavi Shastri. Like, we're like getting through it. Like, that way there is a lot of his character that's not enough for this I think the, I think for me, well, I'll tell you, I'll just one thing I wanted to say about the Pant innings is that I think this is a very, 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 very important innings for the Shub Pant. Because the thing is, he gets maligned so much for his style of play. But I feel now there is a reference point in terms of, okay, just imagine if his stuff comes off, this is what he can do. And this is the kind of influence and impact it can create. So I really think this is massive for him because it allow. I think this will now lead to the where I think this will also make Virat rate him a lot higher because uh, Virat has always spoken about going for the win in all situations and everything. And now the fact is that they have gone for the win in, uh, when it looked almost lost and they went and won it. So I think Pant will be rated a lot higher and I think people will let go of a lot of flack that he gets. And uh, yeah, that's just it. I think it'll also remove a lot of sort of the criticism that people have on people on batsmen batting fast in uh, test matches and also remove a lot of the criticism on batsmen batting slowly in test matches because people have to, people are starting to understand that these things come hand in hand. I, I know, I think Ahan had some criticism on how slowly Pujara was batting uh, in the, that was in the first couple of test, test matches. I thought test after test. the first innings. I thought that was too slow yeah. on a good batting wicket. But to have, I mean, I think, to have, if you want to have your gills, your punts, your sundas, whoever it is, batting fast, you need to have somebody at the other end. Pujara facilitates these guys to bat the way they, they do. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, for sure. Like, he obviously does. Because he gives them this... You know that there's not going to be a collapse on one, and because Pujara is there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I also want to say, I, I think 
somebody mentioned that Sundar and and Pant had actually batted together. They they opened the batting together in the 19 World Cup, and um, this wasn't the first time. And then uh, whatever, some sort of under 19 tournament. I can't remember it was the World Cup. Yeah, um, they played under 19 together. That I know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because Sundar played a few years early for himself for for his age. He played um, at 16. Exactly. Wait, did he ever open? With he opened with yeah, Richard? He did. He, he used, to, used to open, open together. Used to I didn't know that. Yeah. So they used to open together. So this isn't the first time they've taken apart bowling attacks together. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's just like a like a cool thing. So I think along yeah, so some of the shots here. I mean, I, I mean, I know we love Pant and all, but I think we also have to yeah. give credit to Gill. Like that yeah. was an incredible innings, yeah. and I think where it changed, yeah. where I think I think the mindset changed, or like where I started believing we could go for a win, is that one over where they played off Stark, and he just went six, four, yeah. four, and then Pujara got a four. Once they were twenty of that, that over, I was incredible. like, I was like, come on, okay, we can get, we can win this. Yeah. They're getting twenty of Stark, but come on, let's just. That... Who was the bigger letdown, Stark or Lion, this series? Oh my God, this yeah, see this. This is the thing. I think Lyon was was awful this series. He way, way under. He bowled well. I don't think he bowled well at all. Um, he bowled well either. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, to get nine wickets in a series where and the best oftentimes you're batting. The, and you, for the series, he said that I'm going to get to 400 wickets in this series. Yeah. No, no, but also to, to in a series where did he get to bowl in the fifth, sorry, in the fourth innings three times? Two times. Yeah, three times, but the last Two second times. one doesn't really count. He bowled like one over in that inning. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I think, yeah, I, th- I think, well, he had, there were issues in Headingley as well, uh, where he didn't show up. And uh, here and we have that again. So is it, is it a theme? I know. Is, is it a theme? I, I, I'm not saying, I don't really think it but is. But I think, I think one thing that really should be spoken about is Mitch Stark. Like, I mean, I know he's got this reputation of when he's on song, he rips through your def- team, rips through teams, and when he's not. But I mean, he's had four test matches. He probably put one good over in the second test match, which got Mayank out. And okay, I think his spell on the last day of day three of test match three, when he bowled the last spell where he was getting into reverse, that was pretty good. Yeah. But I mean, I don't. I think he needs to either tighten up or they need to look at another option like James Paddinson or some. Someone like that because Pattinson's a little bit, he's sort of as variant or uh, has the same sort of variant. Because I mean, they've got star, star. Oh, Hazelwood and Cummins are like unreal, their consistency is incredible. Yeah. But like, yeah, and I think I don't know if they really need an enforcer as such anymore because I feel like Stark might play that role, but he, he, they don't really need one anymore because Cummins and Hazelwood both go quite fast. In fact, they might need like a Mi- Michael Mesa or like a um. Who else there? I mean, like a Jai Richardson, maybe, um, who might fit in better. I know that you lose the, the left arm variation, but still you have more consistency. Uh, so maybe that payoff is something they might have to think about. Um, yeah, look, I mean, the Gill was dismissive of Stark. Um, it was as if Stark was playing his first test or his first few tests, and Gill had played. Uh, 50 tests beforehand. Yeah, I think, but uh, for me, I think Stark actually gave India the momentum because he gave so many boundary balls and gave us the opportunity to hit. Okay, anyway, yeah. now, now that we have discussed all the test matches individually. Can I know one more thing? Just one more thing. We mentioned Shastri. I think somebody who we haven't mentioned is Rahul Dravid. Oh, yeah, and for sure. For sure. He owed deserves so much credit. I think a lot of the credit for, for our win here 
goes down to Rahul Dravid and the fact that he's created a system um, where we have players like Sundar, like Sami, like uh, Siraj, uh, like Gil, who've come through the N19 setup, through the NCA, through India A teams, uh, played so much high-level cricket in India A and N19 that this allows them to, to succeed at the test level, ODI level, T20 level, whatever it is, but basically at the representative level for India at the highest level. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think without without that effort, without him, um, without the system he's put into place, uh, we wouldn't have won the series and we wouldn't be where we are in world cricket now. Yeah, and I think the fact that what, what he has done, um, it's really, I don't know, it's, it's given us so much depth, like people like Siraj, uh, Saini, all these guys, they've really, I don't know, they've really like put in some squad depth. Uh, and I think they're going to push, they're going to push uh, the top three. It's not going to be easy anymore, like for Ishant, Shah, Shami, and Bumrah. And I think Noor has left us, so it's just you and me talking now, but I mean, I guess it is what it is. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Yeah, there we go. So, uh, moving on. Now, let's, now that we've spoken about the whole like test match series, we'll wait for Nuth to join and we like we can include her in the conversation. But uh, I think let's have some uh, quick conversation, right? So first up, player of the series overall. Uh, this is controversial. I mean, I think Mohammad Siraj. For me, it's Pat Cummins. I think Pat Cummins. Okay, so okay, in that sense, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, no, as a, as an actual, okay, yeah, sorry. As an actual player, the best player in the whole series of Pat Cummins, yes. Absolutely. I think his bowling was special. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. I think okay, um, India's best player of the series. I'm gonna say apart from Pujara, because I know Pujara was like I think without Pujara we wouldn't be we wouldn't You think Pujara? I think we wouldn't have even been in a position to win. I think like he facilitates our wins. That's kind of how it works. Um, he's like Ozil in his prime. Um, sort of assisting. Our, our best players to score essentially, um, but without Siraj, without Siraj leading leading the bowling attack they did with the skill that he did, uh, such a especially such an inexperienced bowling attack uh, right at the end and sort of having that grit and, and perseverance um, and really embodying that we wouldn't we would our bowling attack would be would be rubbish basically in that last test. Okay. Uh, no, I think, I mean, yeah, Siraj, fair, but I have big respect uh, for Siraj uh, because I think what he's done is um, unprecedented. Like to also think about that he's, um, he's literally, his father died at the beginning of the series. He get, got so much hate in the IPL. Uh, then, to, then he got racially abused at Sydney and I've uh, about that also I feel that was completely disgusting that like you should not be doing that in today's day and age yeah uh, so I mean I think Siraj deserves a lot of praise a lot of credit and I think he's going to have a long test career I don't know about other formats uh, but <laughs> test career definitely he's going to have uh, yeah okay for you uh, for me it was Pant the man of the series for India because he has won us a test match he um Save, played a big role in saving one. And I cannot understand why the man did not play at the beginning uh, on in the first test match. But I mean... I... People are still thinking... People still have these antiquated ideas that rookie keeping is uh, better than... than, than I will see. I actually am going to be very interested to see uh, what they do 
in India in the series against England because um, I mean there's this whole the whole till now the whole uh, thing has been that you know Pant will keep away and uh, Saha will keep at home but now you can't drop Pant after an innings like a series like this like he can play as a pure back and where are they going to now play Saha as a keeper or are they going to just play Pant and trust him to keep against the spin? I don't know. No, I think our batting lineup is so strong if we when we play in India. I think like I don't think anybody really stands a chance. I do, I think we can afford to play Pant. I think he it will be costly in terms of buys and stuff. Um but I think you know sort of net 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 uh it's a positive to have have um Pant in the team even as a keeper. Um I, I I'll be honest. Five. I'll be honest. I don't trust him to keep um, yeah, again, like I'm, I'm Jadeja on rank turners. It's not something yeah. I'm looking forward to watching, but um, I do want him to bat in India on rank turners. So. Yeah, I think I think maybe they'll play Saha as as a wicketkeeper. But the problem is, I was talking to someone recently that at five. I if you look at the team now, firstly, how do you tell people after like how do you tell people like Shardul Thakur and. Um, like Sundar, like sorry, you're not playing the next test match. Like what? You just won us a test match in Brisbane. How can you do that? Is Shardul Thakur? I have another question though. Is Shardul Thakur more a replacement for Hardik Pandya? Or so is that's he, what uh... I think that is now. After what he has done, I think people are going to start looking at that. That Hardik Pandya, Shardul yeah. Thakur are basically. Bro, I just okay. I got to admit this. Yeah, before the test match, I was like, why is Shardul Thakur playing? He's crap. Like I have never seen Shardul Thakur. What? <laughs> He took seven yeah. wickets. He caught like 60. Bro, well, he had this one shot of Stark or someone. Rising yeah. ball outside off stop. And he creamed it through like covers. I was like, bro, what is this? This is not like, this is not yeah. Shardul Thakur. This is like, I can't even. Yeah. I think like even Siraj, like guys who kind of have been jokes at times. Shardul Thakur, Shardul Thakur, Siraj. Um, I mean, I mean, Pant, they've all been mocked for, for some. I think that just shows you that you can't players. judge players on their IPL form. Because that's of course, why they of course get you can't. I think it, I think this is like sort of get people getting people to understand that you know, it's cricket is is so there has so many dimensions to it, and there's so much nuance to it. You can't just make such a you can't make a decision on someone so early or based on performances that are completely out of context on a completely different situation. Yeah, fair enough. I think that is key, uh, and I think hopefully now we don't judge people on IPL form and. I don't know. I, I just feel like now we have so much option. Like for me, if I was, I mean, we talk about this in the England, when we do the England review, but I think we definitely, uh, we'll need to see what the team balance is like and Hardik Pandya is back for that as well. So let's see what they do uh, over there. Yeah, interesting. I, I don't know if he, maybe he can bowl. Maybe I will why. honestly I be very disappointed if we don't reach the levels of Australia 2000 uh, with this kind of a team. And looking at what the yeah. world around us, looking at the level of the teams around us, I think the series in England is big. We have to win it. Okay. Yeah, I, I also think so. I think after seeing this, I think if we don't win in England, that would be a massive disappointment. Yeah, and I mean, they're not even good, man. They're like yeah, they're exactly. They're kind of rubbish. Yeah, I think they they've been good in Sri Lanka, but Sri Lanka, as we know, is declining as a cricket team. Um, they don't. They barely even have fast there. They barely to... won. Where they were fourteen for three in the last last innings. Yeah, no, I think they won that quite convincingly. Yeah, I mean it was one innings, bro. You get that man out, and uh, there's not much around him. It's true. It's but... not unlike the the Australian batting lineup. 
yeah but benny's going to be back for india so let's see yeah uh, still I, i don't know how effective he'll be when you have ashwin and jadeja spinning up a web let's see not the candidate play i don't know if jadeja will be no jadeja is out the whole series it's going to be yeah, aksar patel aksar patel kuldeep yadav it's fine Washington anybody can play literally anybody can play you can have yeah. nadeem play if you want you can have like bring anybody up. Avesh Khan bring is back up bring amit mishra back up he'll play it doesn't make a difference really fair enough okay yeah. so i think that's about it reviewing the series that uh, is great it. series i think that's um, the best series that i have ever watched in test match cricket a lot of people are yeah. saying like i was asking my dad is this better or as good as 2001 uh australia when the we won following on and i think uh, it's divided opinion some people say 2001 was better some people are saying this is better i don't know i didn't watch 2001 i only see i saw it in kaipoche so i can't really comment on it yeah uh but yeah uh happy How birthday by the way kabir happy birthday kabir because this is releasing you on your tomorrow. birthday so happy it birthday will be, yes thank uh, you You guys can send in your wishes uh, on his DMs and whatnot. Uh, yeah, slide my DMs. Not that he's gonna reply to them. He's got. Uh, uh, yeah, he's, maybe. He's got a more important things to focus on uh, on his birthday. That's also true. Um, but yeah, especially people who are with him. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, we will be back now. I don't know when we'll be back. What comes first, the England tour or the IPL auction? Because we have to review preview that also. Uh, IPL auction is eleven. Like yeah, it's on the eleventh. Yeah, England starts on the sixth. Yeah, so we will be back exactly, with the England yeah. series test preview. Uh, so see you yeah. guys then. Bye. Yeah, peace out.